Hey gang, welcome to StreamYard Connect. I'm Ross Brand. This is the show where we talk about all things to do with live streaming content creation. And of course, our favorite live streaming app, StreamYard. A few updates to get to. We have a, a wonderful guest joining us today, Louise McDonald. She's the author of Facebook Marketing, and she's one of the top Facebook marketing experts, social media trainers uh, from around the world, really uh, a major speaker internationally and talented professional. And this is a great opportunity right now to take a look at where can you go live on Facebook that you'll have the biggest impact? What other types of resources and tools on Facebook can you be using to promote your business online? So many of us working from home. Where does live streaming fit into that mix? And where does Facebook marketing from stories to groups to ads, so many different areas of Facebook marketing to talk about? This is StreamYard Connect. I'm Ross Brand. Hope everybody's doing well or as well as can be doing under the circumstances. We're also going to talk to Louise in a bit about working during the global pandemic and how maybe to approach content, how to approach Facebook marketing and how to position your business and your content that supports your business during a time when people are working from home, things are slowed down so that you're prepared when things speed back up. How do you position yourself best for the future? We'll get into that and uh, a whole lot more in just a bit. And we look forward to bringing Louise on in about five to 10 minutes. But first, let's tell you a little bit about StreamYard, which many of you know, but some of you may be new. So StreamYard, of course, has its three pillars, ease of use, stability, professional-looking streams. You can see the co-founders there on the right, Dan Briggs, on the left, Gage Vandentop, and of course, StreamYard lets you go to many different destinations. It has built-in integration with Facebook Live, LinkedIn Live, YouTube Live, Periscope, which gets you on Twitter, and the newest of our destinations is Twitch. We are actually streaming this show to the StreamYard Twitch channel, and if that isn't enough, you can use RTMP. Basically, you go to the destination, you get a stream key, and you can plug it in if you need to stream to a destination that's not one of the supported destinations that you see above. We also have multi-streaming. If you're on the basic plan, you can go to any two destinations that we support, or you can go to a destination through RTMP and one of the supported or two RTMP. And if you have the pro plan, you can actually go to up to five destinations at the same time. It's a great savings of power and effort because you schedule your broadcast through StreamYard. You send one stream to StreamYard and then StreamYard handles the streaming to several different destinations rather than you streaming it out from several different deaths to several. Easy for me to say. You're not having to use your own CPU power to stream it to many destinations at one time. Uh, also, StreamYard Record. So if you're on the basic plan or the pro plan, you can get a recording. StreamYard will record your broadcast. Uh, a recording by StreamYard will probably be higher quality than what you would get if you would download 
from one of the destinations, and that's available for seven days after your broadcast. You can download the MP4, which has the audio and video together, or if you want to repurpose your recording as a podcast, you can also just download the MP3, get to work on that, and make an audio broadcast, a podcast from that. So, with all that said, let's get to the news. Uh, recently, StreamYard has upped the limit on the length of time you can play overlays. So overlays, which a lot of people had used, video overlays, that is, had used for intros and outros, you can now play clips of up to five minutes. So that means instead of just 30 seconds, like a 30-second intro or a 30-second outro, you can now play up to a five-minute clip. You've seen me on, on other shows playing often a 30-second clip of someone speaking, uh, maybe an interview that I did that relates to a topic that we're discussing. In this case, you could use it for any of the above. I've been seeing people doing some cool things like setting up a countdown clock and having some music playing and the clock counting down or having a uh, an image on the screen with the clock counting down. Uh, so they're, they're really going live about five minutes before their scheduled time or two minutes before and having that countdown clock. That's one way to use it. But like I say, you could use it to play an extended video clip in the middle of your broadcast. You could use it for an intro, for an outro. Uh, the screen dimensions are 1280 by 720 or 720p resolution is the best one to set it as. Uh, you may have to play with the quality a little bit if you have a, a pretty large file. The file size is up to 100 megabytes, so uh, for a five-minute video, you should be good at 720p. The overlay will take up the whole screen. Right now, I'm using the screen share feature in order to share the graphics that I'm sharing. You've seen me at times doing that with... Uh, doing that with um, overlays like transparent image overlays that will put those graphic cards up on one part of the screen and leave the rest of the screen clear in order to show my video. In the case of a video overlay, when you click on that overlay, you upload it to your overlays, you click on it, and during the length of that video playing, it will play on your full screen and... You can still play longer videos. If you need to play a video longer than five minutes, you can still do it as a screen share. Uh, you can select the Chrome tab and play the video in the Chrome tab. If it has audio and you want to play the audio, just check that the audio is turned on. Uh, so that's a great new feature to have the ability right from within StreamYard to play these video of overlays that are up to five minutes long. It's a, it's a much smoother transition going to a video from an overlay than from a screen share. So this is a major step forward for people who like to play videos during their live video show. So uh, congratulations to StreamYard on that update. One of the interesting things going on for those who've been on Zoom calls and who among us hasn't had to sit through some long Zoom conferences and, and calls is Zoom bombing, and that's where 
trolls come in and say and show and communicate the most offensive things to really disrupt a broadcast and make it uncomfortable for everybody involved. And so here's an article that's talking about whether it's safe to use Zoom for conferences right now. Um, It's actually from a radio station I used to broadcast for, KTAR News, out in Phoenix. And they recommend in the article StreamYard as an alternative to using uh, Zoom. And they say if you want a more controlled broadcasting tool for connecting with a large group, check out the offerings from StreamYard, which can also simulcast YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitch. Left out Periscope, but we appreciate the acknowledgement from KTAR there, and certainly StreamYard is an alternative. Instead of perhaps having 30 people in a room, you have the people who are going to speak. You can have up to 10 in the studio, six on screen, and you can stream it to your audience. If you want it to be public, you can stream it to a public destination. If you want it to be private or uh, you, you don't want people finding it in search, you can stream it to an unlisted YouTube live uh, that you can schedule. And once it's unlisted, only people who have the link can go and actually view it. So that's another way to conduct your meetings and share the content with a large group of people. We see actress Lisa Vidal uh, has been on StreamYard. She was interviewed by Rick Nahara on Latino Thought Makers. Uh, Lisa's been in a lot of different TV shows over the years. Most recently, she is in the Baker and the Beauty, the Baker and the Beauty on ABC. And of note, this uh, show was produced by Carlos Phoenix, who's a member of our StreamYard community group. And that show, again, was produced using StreamYard by one of our StreamYard community group members, Carlos Phoenix. Congratulations to Carlos on uh, getting a big star and a big interview together and using the StreamYard platform. Also, Tampa Bay's Morning Blend from ABC Action News in Tampa Bay is using StreamYard. You see the, the image there showing clearly that it's StreamYard, the uh, the layout, the background. They've got uh, their colors uh, in the background. Of course, you see the name tags. You see their station and morning show logo up in the upper right corner. And Dennis Ellsbury, who works for the station, shared that in the StreamYard group. Thanks, Dennis, for keeping us posted and glad to see that StreamYard's helping you put together your morning broadcast now that people are working from home, including your on-air talent. This is StreamYard Connect. I'm Ross Brand. Thank you so much for joining us. It's great to have you with us. I want to get right to our guest. Louise McDonald is the author of Facebook Marketing. There we go. And she's an instructor at Sell on Social.media. She's trained over 14,000 people on social media in her career and more than 4,000 through her, her own website. She's an international keynote speaker, one of the top 10 Facebook experts worldwide by Blogger Local, many other honors and awards, top 50 Facebook marketing blogger, one of Ireland's top 20 marketers. Let's welcome... Our good friend, Louise Mick 
Donald, who comes into the broadcast all the way from Ireland. Welcome, Luis. Thank you so much, Ross. Thanks so much for inviting me to come on. It's a pleasure to be here this evening. It's, well, it's, it's evening here in Ireland. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, a lot better time than last time I had you on a different show, which I think was about three in the morning your time. <laughs> It was three in the morning, yeah, so I, I had to set my alarm clock to get up and then be nice and bright and then try and go back to bed afterwards again, so yeah. And we did meet in person in uh, Portugal at Web Summit, where you gave me a, a copy of your wonderful book, Facebook Marketing, and it, it's great to have you on, and with things changing so much now, so many more people online and, and working from home, first of all, how are you doing there, and how are you holding up on under the circumstances. Well, uh, Rossi, yeah, thanks for asking. I mean, it's just been such an unusual time for everybody um, around the world. We have been kind of in a lockdown situation here in the west of Ireland since just about the 15th of March. So, um, yeah, pretty much uh, we are not really advised to go more than two kilometers for, from our houses for exercise and we only allowed travel further than that to get essential items from the grocery store or the pharmacy so it's a very unusual time uh, very unusual time for, for i think for, for for the globe not just right. us all locally you know and how has it impacted your work or how has it impact people who are very invested in facebook and facebook marketing um, are you advising people to change how they go about creating content or to keep on the same path as they would uh, regardless of the external circumstances? Well, of course, I think for anything relating to marketing, we have to look what's happening in our external environment. So I've been doing so much training in, in recent times just about social media tactics during the, the lockdown. So first of all, what we need to consider is that I mean, more than half the people on the planet are all in the same boat. We are all at home, we are all in our houses, and we all are all have our movements restricted. And so that is a game changer because there are people, first of all, that have more time to spend on social media. Uh, secondly, social media has been a godsend to them because it's really the only way that a lot of people have to connect with their friends and family. Um, so I know Facebook have announced that during in countries where there has been a complete lockdown, such as in Italy, that they have seen uh, usage in their messaging platforms surge by up to 1,000%. Wow. So that's a game changer. Yeah, there's more people on social media. People are bored. Um, the, the TV has got less live um, shows because people, they cannot make, uh, physically make the shows. So I think it presents... Um, a, a major opportunity for businesses uh, to actually um, sit down and to to create really really useful content that they can get in front of customers and potential customers. So what I've been talking to businesses about has been looking at their business and first of all, if their business is completely shut down, to see if there's any elements of that business that they can now move online. Um, and if there is any, um, is, uh, and of course, if businesses are already trading online, they're really looking to super fast track their progress in terms of their marketing and remarketing marketing ability through social media. And then there are some businesses who cannot move online. So what they need to do is keep their brands top of mind to keep that con connectivity with their customers and potential customers so that when the crisis is over, that they can you know, continue to, to, to do business and to grow their businesses. And where does live streaming fit into that mix? 
Well, I think live stream, like I absolutely love live streaming and I, I love StreamYard. I think it's just an absolutely wonderful tool. I'm, I've started to use it all the time now and I recommend it everywhere. So what I've said to, to businesses, so I like to talk about the customer journey when I'm when I'm training people. So like I, my understanding of is that, you know, people are on a customer journey when they look to do business with us. And there's five stages of the customer journey, okay? You have somebody, and these people, all these people that we're going to talk about now, they match the profile of your ideal customer, okay? So you could have somebody who matches the your ideal customer, but at the moment, they're just disinterested in what you're selling. So for some reason, one reason or another, they may have something else going on in their life, and it doesn't matter what you, content you get in front of them, they're just disinterested. The next stage of the customer journey is the suspect. Now, the suspect is beginning to realize over a period of time that they have a problem that they need to solve or they have a need that they need to fill. Okay. Now, the suspect is a very important person to us on the customer journey because the suspect is somebody that we can reach out to and we can really impress them and warm them up to our brand through content creation. And live streaming plays a huge part of that. Prospects are different to suspects because prospects, the third stage of the customer journey, Prospects have got the, the credit card out and they're looking for a solution and they're ready to buy. So we need to we need to sell to prospects. Um, and then customers are valuable because if they like us, they're six to seven times more likely to do business with us in the future. And then advocates, which is the final stage of the customer journey, they're the people that love us so much that they want to tell the world. So they'll share your posts, they'll comment on your posts. Uh, you, you know who your advocates are. But when it comes to creating content, what we really need to think about are those suspects. And what we need to remember is don't try and sell to a suspect because they're not ready to buy. Right. But what you can do is you can use tools like live streaming to get really good content in front of suspects. So, so here's some ideas for you. First of all, do something like this. Interview somebody live on your Facebook page. Um, it's a really good thing to do. And like during this crisis, people are looking for content. They're looking for information that's going to help them. Interviewing somebody is, is something you can do. Secondly, what can you can do? You could do a webinar. So I have used StreamYard to run a webinar live on, on different business organizations pages just to help people out because people need a help a helping hand at this time. So you can run a webinar. You can share your screens just like you've been doing earlier on. And that works brilliantly. And um, third thing you could do is you could do like a demonstration live on Facebook. So I know I was speaking to a business and this lady owns a beauty salon and she works, she lives with her sister. So she can do demonstrations on, you know, show people how they can actually, you know, do their hair or how they can style their hair or how they can hide their roots or how, what they can do. So do demonstrations to keep her, her customers, you know, uh, close to her and to, and to help them out. Um, and here's an idea for you. So some people are nervous about doing interviews or nervous about doing webinars um, on their Facebook page. So here's an, an idea I gave to somebody recently. Why not set up a little private group just for on your Louise, you're breaking up a bit on my end. I'm not sure if it's me or if it's uh, your connection. Um, if somebody can just throw in the chat, let me know uh, where the... If you're friends. Oh, here you are. <laughs> Um, okay, so I'm having a little trouble hearing Louise. Louise, if you can hear me, just hang on a second, or uh, perhaps we'll get a better connection. This is StreamYard Connect. I'm Hi. Ross Brand. We're talking with Louise McDonald about Facebook marketing. She is the author 
of Facebook marketing. I see a lot of questions in the chat about StreamYard, StreamYard features. I promise I will go back in after if we don't get to those on the show, but we welcome your questions. If we can, we'll get to them on the show. And of course, we would love your questions about Facebook marketing. Louise, you were talking about some of the different ways to use live streaming. Yes, I was just saying, if you like do an interview, right. run a webinar, you know, you could even set up a private group. You could, like, you, you could charge people to go into a group, and you could charge them to do the webinar, or you could do it in a public group and use it to, as, a, a, you know, to to warm people up to your brand. So there's just so many things that you can do. Um, what what businesses really need to think about is that suspect and what the pain they're having at the moment and the content they can put out there that's really going to um, help warm them up to your brand. So so don't live stream and just try and use it as a sales form, you know, live stream and really help somebody out and position yourself as an expert. And that's really going to help you. And then what you got to do is look at augmenting the reach of your live streams with Facebook ads. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you can use Facebook ads, you can use your targeting to target cold prospects. You can bring people into your funnel. Once they watch your videos of your live streams, of course you can remarket to them with and bring them through your funnel and give, bring them on, on uh, bring different messages to them, you know? So, um, yeah, I just, I have to say I'm, I'm a huge fan. So, yeah. Oh, that's great. Uh, so when you talk about Facebook ads, uh, what are some tips for people who may be new to Facebook ads or maybe they've clicked that boost button once in a while and, you know, threw a few dollars behind it and they see that they can increase their views, but it may not be really doing anything in terms of moving their business forward. How difficult is it and, and what would you recommend for people who want to learn how to actually target potential customers or people who or at least suspects in the beginning, right? And, and then people who may want to come on that journey with you using Facebook ads. Okay, so what you can do, Ross, is um, if you're going to be doing like an episode, I would call this like episodal content. So you're right. running this in episode, episodes, people, you know, people new to tune in, you did a lot of promo to get people there. So I would say if you're going to do like an episode like this, where you're going to give advice to people, whether it's a webinar or an interview, you need to do promotional, short video promotional content ahead of that. And what you need to do is you need to promote that short video content to a really wide audience. Because even if you are doing, let's say, giving away your, your expertise in the form of a live webinar, if the webinar is 30 minutes, you're still expecting somebody to give up their time. So it's not free to them because their time is valuable. So the best way to try and get people to tune into your live streams is to promote them with short 30-second promo videos, which you kind of see is like your TV commercial. And you're telling people why they need to tune in and what's of benefit to them and what they're going to get out of it. And if and then I would boost that or I would pay to get that con that video content in front of as many people that match the profile of my ideal customer that may be a suspect. Mm. And the chances are the suspects, well, they'll watch the promo video. Now, they may never tune into your live stream, but who cares if they watch your promo <laughs> video? They're still now, you know, they're still in your funnel now because they were interested enough about what you were talking about that they watched it. And then if they tune into the live stream, 
better again, you know. So again, and after your stream, after your your live stream has been is no longer live, you can boost that as well. So I think it's a really good idea to get that content in front of as many people to match the profile of your ideal customer. And then you got to do is you got to watch the performance. You got to tune in, and when you pay to to get your videos out there, Facebook give you amazing feedback and um, amazing ability to be able to to analyze the data so you'll be able to see how many people watched 15 seconds 25% 50% 75% 95% and all the way through to the end 100% video views and so you can say okay i spent $100 but what did i get in return did i get people to did i get how many people watched all the way through so they may not be ready to buy from you after watching one video but you know if they watch numerous videos from you well, chances are that, you know, you're warming up to your brand all the time. So that's another thing that people sometimes right. get a bit disillusioned is that they think they do one webinar or one video, one interview, they boost it, they get a few hundred thousand people to watch it, and then they think that they're going to get loads of business. You won't get business on the back of that. Right. No, because that's, that's just one time you got your content in front of somebody. So they say in order to get somebody to do business with you, they need to see and hear from you between 9 and 18 times. Wow. So what you got to do is think, okay, what's the episodes? Well, how many, how many interviews? How can I break down my content? How many times can I, can I, can I, can I go live? Can I go live once a week? Can I go live once every two weeks? Um, and then I do my pro, my videos, and then I build, and, and I'm boosting all the time, and I'm growing an audience of people who regularly watch my video content, um, and maybe I, I, I embed that video afterwards on my website, and I have the right. pixel there. You know, who's, which is also capturing them if they visit my website as well. So you're building up your warmer audiences. And the, the warmer the audience, the more likely that they have moved from being a suspect to a prospect. Right. And prospects, prospects you sell to. So uh, so you don't try to sell to, to, to cold audiences because they won't convert. You sell to warm audiences because they're, they're more likely to convert. So the, it sounds like from everything you went through, the most powerful is probably the promo that you do before the live stream. You produce yeah. that nicely and you have a great call to action and then you yeah. find a way to hook people in, get an email address or get them onto your list and yeah. hopefully they show up. But if they don't show up, you've already let them know the content that you provide, what you're an expert in, what, what you're going to be talking about, and you start to interest them. How much value in comparison is there to either boosting a live stream after you finished it or taking a clip from that live stream, like maybe the most impactful 30 seconds of the show and posting that as an upload and then making that maybe into an ad. Yeah, I think all those are wonderful suggestions. And the benefit of, of, of taking like just a few minutes or a minute or two or short promo videos for even from your from your live streams that you can run that across your other social media platforms. So again, if your promo video is under a minute, it's really easy to put it out on in, on Instagram. Or if it's under two minutes twenty seconds, you can put it on you can put it on Twitter. You know, so you can just think about. Um, you can still drive people to, to go to your Facebook page or in, embed the video on your blog. So have a vlog on, on your on your website and embed the live video from Facebook. You're still, your views are still going to count and the pixel is going to count them as well. So I think like that the, to really maximize live, like just don't show up in somebody's newsfeed like 
hello, here I am. I expect an audience. <laughs> you know, you got to build that audience. It's like you don't turn on the TV and just go, I wonder what's on. And just, you just, you know, you, there's, there's no way of finding out. So you got, you really have to work at promoting mm. and getting that audience to, to, to tune in and, and the value that's in that sh- short promo video. But the other thing is, I still think it's worth, it's put it worth putting some budget to your, to your full show, because, mm-hmm. you know, I think that if, like sometimes we're so obsessed about getting large mass numbers of, of people to watch our content. But like if you got like 50 or 100 people to watch an entire show, that like that's still really good work. Right. You know, job done and you move on to the next episode. Right. And the beauty about live streaming, and this is what I love about live streaming, is that when it's done, it's done. You're not sitting there, you know, editing and going <laughs> right. back and, you know, you can do it. It's live and people go with it. And, you know, you might not be perfect all the time, but that's fine. You know, you're, you're still helping people. It's still good at its essence. And, and you, you get much more back from the live. So I, I absolutely love live. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to talk more about different aspects of Facebook marketing in a minute. This is StreamYard Connect. I'm Ross Brand. Our guest is Louise McDonald. She's the author of Facebook Marketing. And she's brought along... A free gift for uh, viewers of this show, for StreamYard users. And Louise, can you tell everybody uh, quickly about what that is and how they can go about getting a hold of it? Yeah, so this is my um, Facebook 2020 Facebook workbook and 12-month content calendar. And this is a fillable PDF. So um, you can download it. The first half of the document is a workbook. So it asks you questions. And when you answer the questions, it's helping you get the right idea for the strategy for for creating the content for your social media. Um, So so it will help you create, uh, come up with content ideas and it'll help you with strategy then the last half the second half of the of the of the document is a 12-month content calendar so there is like um a a day um, a page for every month of the year and it is packed full of ideas so today is earth day so it will have told you that and you could have done a little bit thought and it planned in advance about could you have done something cool on earth day and so it is packed full of ideas of what to post about and to give you inspiration now because it's a fillable pdf it's a working document so you can just type in your changes save it share it with your work colleagues and you can work on this document so it's really really useful so this normally retails at nine euros 99 i don't know what that is in dollars it's about the same um but um if you use the coupon code streamyard and you go to my website sell on social.media forward slash courses forward slash 2020 upgrade you get this for free so it's 100 off 100 discount with the coupon code streamyard Great. Thank you. That was really great. Um, I just uh, putting a link into the chat that's going to go out to some of the platforms. If you're on LinkedIn, let me drop that for you. If you're watching on my profile, I will paste that into the chat on LinkedIn. Again, the code is StreamYard. It's all lowercase. It's the 2020 Facebook workbook and content calendar. Sell on social me- Sell on social.media or just use the link that I put into the chat and that'll take you right there. Again, it's free if you use the code StreamYard, all lowercase. Thanks so much, Louise. That's a really nice gift that you're offering 
our viewers. Let's talk about some of the other things you can do on Facebook and kind of want to get your opinion on how they may be valuable, if they're valuable to people who are in business and trying to grow their brand online. Facebook stories. Do you spend a lot of time in space Facebook stories? Should we be spending a lot of time on Facebook stories? How do we know if that's an element that's right for our, our business? Yeah, Facebook stories, I certainly recommend. If there's any businesses here this evening and they haven't tried Facebook and Instagram stories, it definitely is it's start worth to start looking at because if you think about it, the traditional news feed is packed. It's just packed chock-a-block full of content. And so what Facebook themselves are trying to do is create new news feeds for other people, for us to, to use. And so this news feed, the Instagram and the Facebook stories, they're not as packed as mm. the traditional news feed. So it's sometimes a little bit easier to get exposure within the Instagram and Facebook stories. And because they are fully immersive, so when you click into an Instagram story or a Facebook story, it takes up your whole screen. It's fully immersive. You're not going to get sidetracked. You're not going to, you know, see something else and, and, and deviate away from the story. So what tends to happen is that when people click into stories is that they watch them um, and they watch them all the way through. So I find the stories are really, really good way to connect. And there's wonderful features, particularly within Instagram stories. Um, but there again, and, and you can you can sh you can save over your Instagram story to your Facebook story and it works really quite well. Um, the other thing to note is that um, the Instagram and Facebook stories are the cheapest ads to run. So um, in terms of the placement, so if you wanted to run an ad um, on um, in Instagram stories and Facebook stories, it is the, the cheapest um, form or ads that you can run at the moment on Facebook and Instagram. Um, and you can create really cool, um, so create like your Instagram story, download it before you publish it, and then use that as, as the ad. Or I was just showing people earlier on today how to create um, an Instagram story ad in Canva. Um, so again, you can use different fonts so you can you can stand out more because there are only so many fonts you can use within the Instagram platform itself. Um, so you can use different fonts, you can use different videos, you can use different stickers, um, and, and it really is a good way to stand out. So um, the, it also enables people to connect with you at a deeper level. And and the content is disposable. So you don't have to be looking at it uh, for, for the rest of your life. You know, it's gone in 24 hours. So if you don't like this, how you sound or if you don't like how you look, do the Instagram and Facebook stories because in 24 hours it's gone. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I really recommend them. And I recommend, and I think the businesses that, that adapt earlier get get you know get better at them and get a better return so the value of the facebook stories or instagram stories ad versus a newsfeed ad is where the the value in in putting your avatar advertising dollars for what you get for it at this time yeah it's the it's the it's the be, it's the best value in terms of placement Right. So if you just run an ad and you turn off all the other placements and just leave that placement on and you design your ad just for that portrait shaped stories, that's the best value you can get. Now, in saying that, the Facebook have also announced that the demand for advertising has dropped globally because of the crisis. Right. So the cost, the cost of advertising in general has dropped. So there's a huge opportunity for businesses. So if you look at what I started off the show say, 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 saying that 
you know, in the usage of their platforms is soaring. The right. advertising costs are decreasing. That's an opportunity for business. Um, and so now is a time that if you have if if you've struggled with your social media strategy, now is the time to get it right. And if you have struggled with getting return from Facebook ads, now is the time to learn how to do them properly. So if you've got more time, use the time to upskill. And and now you're going to get more value from 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 running ads at this time. That's great. That's it's great advice. Um, and and so if it's not that expensive and the views are there. The other thing that I think stands out to me about Facebook stories is it tends to be much more the big companies or the big online personalities who seem to advertise either in Facebook stories or Instagram stories, whereas small businesses tend more to focus on advertising in the news feed. I, I, I'm my 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 wheels are spinning now like hey there's a tremendous opportunity for smaller businesses to stand out where their competition has has completely ignored that opportunity absolutely yeah and i think sometimes businesses small smaller businesses like sometimes I come across a lot of business owners and they're shy or they don't want to put themselves out there. Right. Um, and, you know, and you're like, going, no, because like you're the fact that you, you are the face of your business, the fact that your customers know what you look like and do business right. with you, you should use that. Okay. Because larger brands have to employ ambassadors to be the face of their business because they can, they're faceless. Right. So smaller, you know, you know, if you have a face, you should be the face <laughs> of that business, you know, Absolutely. and, and not worry about what people think, you know, because nobody is thinking about how you look or how you sound. You're the only one thinking about that. They're more interested in what you have to say. Right. What they can learn, what they can find out, Absolutely. how they can save money, how they can grow their business. Or, Absolutely. you know, are you making them laugh? Are you making them think? Are you providing? Are you right. Them? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the other big area that seems to be an emphasis in the last couple years is groups. And it just seems like we're going to reach a point where every single person in every single business has their own Facebook group. I don't have one yet. Am I making a mistake by not having a Facebook group? <laughs> I really like Facebook groups, I have to say. I have like an exclusive group for my social media um, uh, academy. So I have like an, a private academy. And once you pay to get into that academy, you get into the exclusive group. And what I like about it is that like I can put content in there. I can go live in there. You run a webinar in there. It, you know, it's quick. It's easy. I can share uh, tutorials in there. I can share playbacks in there. But also... There's a community of people who are beginning to know each other, and right. they're connecting in there because they're they're connecting because they all do they all meet each other on my training programs. So that so so when I when I do a live training session for my members, I invite everybody on the screen afterwards. So I have all these little dots on the screen, <laughs> but then everybody chats to each other, and they might ask me, Louise, what do you think I should do about X, Y, and Z? And I'll tell them, but then you get other people who also say, well, actually, can I give you my perspective? You know, I'm potentially a customer and this is how I would see it. And so the groups really facilitate that, that community. 
Um, and there's wonderful features within groups, Ross. So um, if you have a small group, let's say for members, and you create a, a, an event within the group, it automatically invites everyone to go to the event. So that's just mm. really handy. Um, the other thing is that you can share, if you wanted to share a PowerPoint slide or you wanted to share a PDF, or if you wanted, you know, you can share those files easily within a group. You can't do that within a page. And um, you can also have a working document that people can add to within a group. You can't do that from a page. Um, what else can you do within a group? Um, you can do polls. So the polls on your Facebook page are restricted to A or B, you know, only two options, whereas within a group you have, you have more options. So I just think, and, 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 right. Facebook now have a new group's feed. So, so people have their traditional news feed. Now they have the Instagram and, and Facebook stories feed. But on Facebook, now they have a group's feed. So you have more opportunity of reaching your customers, potential customers, um, if they're in your group. And they're more likely to get a notification that you've posted in the group if they regularly interact there. So it's, the groups are fantastic. I absolutely love them. Are you hearing from people that they are spending time in the group's feed versus the traditional news feed? You know, it's really funny. Like, I train on social media on Facebook all the time, and honest to God, people people don't realize where they are half the time. <laughs> so, like, I say, yeah, you know, you know the new groups feed, and they're like, no, and they're like, but they're using it. Right. Or you're like, yeah, I know Facebook Watch, and they're like, no, don't know that. I'm like, no, you do know it because you're in it all the time. People don't notice. Right, right. People you watch know. a video, and then another video plays, and all of a sudden you're in Facebook Watch, right? <laughs> yeah, and yeah. But then you ask people, so what do you think of Facebook Watch? Oh, I don't know it. <laughs> I'm like, they're using it. So I think people... So what that says to me is that when people are on Facebook, they're just immersed. They're just watching mm -hmm. the content and they'll, and if they regularly interact with your content, they'll see your content. That's why your content needs to be good. Mm -hmm. Because if your content is just sales orientated, if you only go on to Facebook to say the April special is, and the May special is, and the special offer for June is, if that's all you do, you won't be successful. And it doesn't matter how much money you spend, you won't be successful if that's your approach. Right, right. Now, do you believe that uh, having a public group is also a good idea? You talked about having a, a private group for people in, enrolled in your program. What about public groups that, you know, you, you, you draw from a wider pool of people, but you may focus on a niche topic? Yeah, so they can be really good. Um, like I know a lady and she has a public group and she would be working with holistic therapists and like she has like 1200 holistic therapists in a public group and she really minds that group so she makes sure that it's not she never sells in the group because she doesn't want to put people off but the fact that they are in the group and the fact that she's the administrator of the group and the fact that they that she um, helps them out all the time, it means it absolutely is works wonders for her business. So that's one way you can use a public group. Another public way you could use a public group is like having a, a five day challenge or a 10 day challenge or some kind of a challenge that's going to going to engage people. And it's going to, you know, really warm them up over uh, throughout that challenge because they're going to be seeing your constant your content constantly so groups can work really really well for that as well 
Um, so yeah, I really like I really like both public and private groups. I use them all the time and I recommend people to do it. And as I was saying earlier on, I don't know if I broke up when I was saying it, if you're nervous about live streaming, right. why not set up a little group and put your, yourself in it and your best friend and your partner and your other best friend <laughs> and have three people in the group and do a webinar to them and ask them for their feedback. Right. And, you know, and and practice it and do it a few times. And when you're comfortable, then you can do it in, you know, you can you, you do it in a wider group. So groups are wonderful for that, for, uh, wonderful for that as well. A question from Claudia over on LinkedIn. Uh, put it up on the screen, copy it from LinkedIn and put it into a banner and put it up here. She asks, is it OK to put the same Instagram story into Facebook stories? Who asked that question? Uh, Claudia. 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 Adorate, I think it is uh, over yeah. on over yeah. on uh, LinkedIn. Okay, that is a wonderful question. So normally I am like re like I would say to you, never share content from one social media platform to another. So don't automatically post between Facebook and Instagram or between Instagram and Twitter or Twitter and LinkedIn, whatever except for stories. When mm-hmm. it comes to stories, I think it's the only content that I just share over one, one platform to the other. Now, some of the stories won't work if you share them over to Facebook. So if you're like doing that, you know, ask me a question feature in Instagram, that won't work on Instagram or on Facebook, so don't do that. Um, or like some of the tagging obviously won't work. But other than that, if it's just content, I tend to share them across if I think it makes sense. Because what I find is that the audience that I reach on Instagram is very different to the audience that reach on Facebook so I'm not reaching the same people twice I'm reaching different people and it works so um so that's um that's what that's what I would do but it's the only time that I share content across um two two platforms I hope that answers your question Claudia we're talking with Louise McDonald she's the author of Facebook marketing and also is offering her 2020 Facebook workbook and content calendar for free with the code streamyard all lowercase again StreamYard, all lowercase, is the code. You can get the Facebook workbook and content calendar for free. Head on over to Sell on Social Media. Uh, sell on social.media. Sell on social.media. You can find the full link there in the comments. But if you go to the website, you can scroll down and you'll see the uh, content calendar. And thank you to Luis for offering that up to the StreamYard Connect viewers um it made me that question made me think of something else uh stories on your facebook page versus your personal profile where should you focus on uh posting stories i suppose it really depends how you use facebook personally um ross so if if you're a a private person and you only have you know, connected with people who are truly your friends and family. Um, and if they're not your potential customers, well, then it'll have limited, limited value. Right. If, you know, you have a profile on Facebook and you've just given up trying to keep it private and you're, you're friends with, <laughs> the, you know, with a few, a few thousand people because you can have up to 5,000 friends. Right. And if they are, if they are potentially, you know, your, your target audience, well then yes, sometimes put it on your story, on your page and then other times put it within your, in your personal um, story. So it's just about, you know, kind of getting a nice balance. Um, but, yeah, it really depends on how you use Facebook. But also to bear in mind that um, you can't actually promote 
anything that's in your personal profile. You can't use Facebook ads. Right. So right. yeah. So you just need to you just need to kind of think about the content you're pushing out and think where's the best place and do it. If I want to promote it, then I don't put it on my personal profile in any shape or form. So yeah. Well, thanks, Lisa. Yeah, isn't that nice? Lisa says, you sound great, Louise. You're definitely the social media queen. Um, you know, another idea came to me also from a, from something you brought up, and that is Facebook Watch. Is there anything special that live streamers or even people uploading video can do to get into Facebook Watch or get featured more on Facebook Watch? I, I have to say, as somebody who live streams very regularly into Facebook Live. I don't really understand what's going on with Facebook Watch. As you described earlier, I just end up falling into it because I click to watch something and another video plays and all of a sudden I'm in Facebook Watch. Is there anything you recommend doing for Facebook Watch? Yeah, so when you live stream, like like you, this post was scheduled, this post was scheduled for a few days, probably a week, Ross. So, <laughs> so after you've finished live streaming you can go back into facebook onto your facebook page you can click into the post and you can edit it now at that stage what you can do is give your a title to your video so adding a title to your video with keyword phrases in the title that are going to help it be indexed for relevant uh, content is a good thing to do and um, change the description as well and, and make sure you've got the keyword phrases in your description and then you can add tags to your video as well add relevant keyword tags that you want to be associated with with your video mm -hmm. if your video is not too long certainly for promo videos I do the subtitles so I just automatic also generate them it's actually really really good um, and then um, and then just and that really gives a maximum opportunity of your content being indexed for relevant searches. So if you upload a video and you don't tell Facebook what it's about, so the title is too generic. Right. Um, so the title is, hey, you got to tune in, but it's not like Facebook marketing tips. Right. Um, you know, so you've got to think of the keyword phrases you've got associated with your with your video. So you need to put them in the title. You need to put them in the description. You need to put them in the tags. And of course, if you put the subtitles. In, there's going to be more keyword phrases in the subtitles as well. So you have more of a chance of your content being indexed. So what happens when you go into Facebook Watches? You're watching a video that you that's come up in your newsfeed. And then what Facebook wants you to do, so all the time with what social media channels, no matter what channel you're on, what they want to do is they want to keep you on the platform as long as possible. So if you've gone into if you've gone into Facebook Watch and you're watching this cool video about a cute cat. Like the next video that comes up is going to be about another cute cat. And all of a sudden you've watched 10 videos about cute cats. You've seen loads of ads <laughs> and, and that's exactly what they want you to do. So if you're creating content, you need to tell Facebook how to index it so that you, you, you have the opportunity of having that content indexed within Facebook Watch. Wow. Good. That, that's, that's powerful stuff. Um, Chris Rossetti asks, uh, please explain the watch parties. Oh yeah, watch parties. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so what you can do is you can just if you if you see any video come up in your newsfeed, you can share it in your newsfeed or share it in your group or wherever you want to share it, and you can start a watch party. And so what happens is like it's you can you you're trying to get 
your friends to watch it, the content with you. So you're not like just watching it by yourself. And so you can chat about the content. So if you thought this content was really good and you had a, you were, let's say you had a business organization and, or you're in a business organization and you wanted to share it in and start a watch party, everybody could watch it at the one time and you could have the same experience of having a live show where the comments and there's interaction over and back. But you can do that with a show that's no longer live by hosting a watch party. Yeah, that's that's a great way to do it. And it's a great way really to have the engagement that it's hard to have while you're conducting an interview and checking the comments and all that. You can really it's almost like a Twitter chat in that you can put the video on and just do nothing but chat with people for the for the entire time that the video plays. Um, Satish asks, is there one tool to create? and post it into multiple platforms with the size of image and text limitations. Uh, industry should collaborate and make some standards. Is there some type of social media scheduling and distribution tool that you would recommend for posting across many different platforms? Um, so like all the standard ones are like, they do all that. So you've got Hootsuite, you've got Laser, you've got Buffer, you've got all of those. They'll all do that. Unfortunately, you do end up resizing your images because they, the images are different across different platforms. I totally agree. It would be wonderful if they were all standard. <laughs> um, I find Canva is an amazing uh, graphic design tool that it is, it, 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 makes it easy to resize the images. So with one click, you can resize the images. You got the Twitter one, you got the Instagram one, you got the Facebook one, you got the LinkedIn one. Um, so so, so that makes it easier. I, but I do totally agree. It would be lovely to have one tool that you could just schedule them all. In saying that, in saying that, in saying that. And I use, I schedule my content, but I still like to hang out on the different social media platforms because if you schedule too much and you never spend any time, it's like going to a conference and sending a photograph of yourself and not interacting in the and there as yourself. So you still need to be present um, to see if people are talking to you about you, interact with them and that kind of thing. But I totally, I totally, I totally take that point. So um, yeah, so. Well, Louise, thank you so much for spending all this time. It's awesome having you on the show. It's so great to connect with you again and learn more about Facebook marketing. You, you definitely wrote the book on Facebook marketing, <laughs> and you can check it out uh, on her website, or actually you prefer probably if people just would go to uh, Amazon, right, and they can pick up a copy. People in the U.S. can get a version for the U.S. People in Ireland can get the Ireland version and people around the world can enjoy whichever version they would like to uh take a look at and uh also you, kindle as well kindle as well and you can get your uh facebook workbook and content calendar for free at sell on social.media free with the code streamyard all in lower case what's coming up for you any uh i guess speaking gigs right now are probably in person ones at least aren't on the table, but I'm sure you've got some programs and different things going on uh, during this yeah, time. So I'm speaking, yeah, I'm speaking at some virtual events um, in, in June and uh, May and June. So, um, yeah, so it's all going to be uh, from from my desk. But um, I, I, I have my social media academy and I have some. So what I've been doing during the, the lockdown, uh, Ross, is 
giving as much value as I can to members of my social media academy. So um, I've been doing live training sessions um, nearly every week. So just to give you an indication, so next week on Tuesday, which is the 27th of uh, or 28th of April, I'm doing a training session on how to create a landing page using MailChimp. So that would be for your lead magnets. Um, on the 13th of May, I'm doing, and this will be of interest to your viewers, I'm doing a live training session on five ways to use live streaming in Facebook. Oh, awesome. Um, on the 22nd <laughs> of May, um, Friday the 22nd of May, I'm doing a live group coach coaching call for my members so people can just come on and join me and have a chat and ask me questions and get advice on where exactly they are and what they need training on. Um, and on the 27th of May, I'm doing a live training session on Facebook and Instagram ad strategy for beginners. So that is is a really, really good session if you've just struggled with right. how to actually right. get a return from Facebook ads. So all of that training is free for members of my social academy. So there's also 13 and a half hours of on-demand training on Facebook beginners, intermediate, advanced, Facebook ads, Instagram, business manager, everything you need to know basically about um, creating sales funnels and selling through social media. So that's all on my on my website, sellandsocial.media. If you look for social media superstars, you can pay monthly or you can pay annually. And if you pay monthly, you get all the benefits of annually, um, paying annually, but you get two months free if you pay annually. Thank you so much, Louise. It's great talking to you. It was so great to talk to you too, Ross. And I hope it's not too long till we meet each other again in person and we're not all stuck at home. <laughs> yeah, that was so much fun uh, meeting in... Um in Lisbon. in Lisbon, yeah, I was uh, I was looking for a graphic that I had that had our pictures on it from that event, but anyway, it, it was a great time, and and I do look forward to uh, seeing you again in person. And look, I just want to like stay safe, everyone, everyone that's tuning in. Thanks so much for tuning in and all your comments. Stay safe, everyone, and hopefully this crisis will will pass us by, and we will all be back to normal within no time at all. Thank you so much, Louise. Thank you. So it's great having Louise McDonald on, and we thank her for uh, joining the broadcast and sharing her insights. She's terrific on Facebook marketing. Again, don't forget, you can get that free 2020 Facebook workbook and content calendar by going to sellonsocial.media and use the code StreamYard, all lowercase, and get your copy for free. And also, Louise is the author of Facebook marketing and of course if you're not using Streamyard yet why not i mean it's it's awesome platform you can host your show using Streamyard. head on over to livestreamuniverse.com slash Streamyard, livestreamuniverse.com slash Streamyard, and get a free two-week trial it's also free if you're not ready to go on one of the paid plans after that it's free to continue streaming or you can uh, level up to one of the paid paid plans and get access to some of the uh, other great features. But you can stream unlimited, or actually, it's I think it's now limited to 20 hours a month, which is still a huge amount of live streaming on the free plan. Even I don't stream 20 hours a month, I don't think so. <laughs> I think everybody could get by with 20 hours a month, very generous amount that is available even on the free plan. So again, livestreamuniverse.com slash 
StreamYard. And I just want to say thank you to everybody. I know this is a tough time, and I appreciate everybody showing up. 